Genius Brain listeners, this podcast is brought to you by Hero Bread. Listen, I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over, and I'm telling you right now, they have some of the best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life, and I'm not just saying that. I'm talking about taste and texture-wise. You just can't beat it. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and is high in fiber. And guess what? Now it's made with heart-healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. I'm telling you right now, I made a BLT with this, and it was freaking delicious. If If I eat bread, this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying it's so freaking good you could do whatever you want with this type of i mean they even have burger breads right so if you want to make a a fire ass burger they got like tortillas too for their if you if you eat breakfast burritos as much as i do dude money it's so freaking good it's hard to say which one my favorite stuff is just because like if i'm gonna make a wrap or i'm gonna do any type of sandwich of any sort i'm gonna use hero bread because i get to eat without all the guilt and it's literally my favorite So genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order for their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code genius10 at checkout. That's G-E-N-I-U-S-1-0 at hero.co. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. That's for Stipe, though. So yeah. let me do it like how Stipe would do it yeah, now. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Now go. <laughs> now go. What kind of holes do you see in John Jones' game? I swear. Hey, when's it coming out? Hey, when the air looks ground, Hey, how good is that, huh? <laughs> Dude, one time they interviewed him and his, his throat was already, like, shot. Like, his, <laughs> <laughs> the interview like just started. He hadn't even started talking and the fool's voice was already like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what the fuck? <laughs> it, 
Take that back. I'll take it off, dude. Yeah, take it off, dude. Take, take your off. ring off right take now. Off, take there's, off. A, there's already a fucking starts, slit in it. Yeah, show, show it to your wife right now. Yeah, dude, check that out. He starts crying right away. This is what I'm leaving marriage, all this in, by this the way. Tiff, means, I told dude. you you could do better. You don't need him. Dude, <laughs> he doesn't have normal ears. Leave That's him like now. The, the fruit roll-up gummies, dude. That's like the lifesaver gummies. Is yeah. that what you got in your fucking... It might be. What is it's that, a dude? licorice flavor. What is that shit? Smell it. That's candy. <laughs> That's gonna licorice. Smell terrible, That's dude. candy, dog. Damn In five, four, three, two, one. Stopper. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. We have the most unfaithful man on earth, Nick the Ear. Yeah. <laughs> he was talking about leaving his wife. He was saying that uh, his wife is ugly. He hates her. And I'm like, you don't hate her. And she is beautiful. You don't deserve her. And you're yeah. going to hell. I said all those things. You did. On the record. On the okay? record, baby. And here we have Pat, the man. Are you jacking it again? I'm jacking again. Oh, we got, we got a dude. I forgot about hey, that. Let me ask you something. What was it like? How hey, much hey, cum hey, came hey, out hey, the first hey. time? Dude. <laughs> dude, it was thick, like ropes. Like literally shooting like ropes Whoa. came out of my dick. How long did it take like, you? And you know how like usually like when you, like if you come, it's like you get like one or two like night, like good spurts. And then it kind of like kind of dribbles out a little bit. Dude, it was like eight spurts, like eight, like four. Wow. 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 And I was like, oh how shit. How many like, do you think? How many ounces? A lot of ounces, dude. What are you, yeah. Eight ounces. Duck? <laughs> yeah. Eight ounces? Eight ounces, probably. That's like half a water Thick bottle. That's a like lot. This. Yeah, I jerked, man. And honestly, I jerked, man. <laughs> I, I felt kind of bad. Why? Because I was like, damn, I should have just kept it going. And I, but no, I you can't stop. I felt, no, I felt I was good for a while. And then I fell off. Like, I was like, I was way back to my deviant ways. What did you, what did you bust to? What was the some, first thing? Some back? pornography. I don't remember what it was. Probably some the really? big like, very long though. Big yeah. booty Latina shit. Yeah, dude. Tight. That's usually that's my go-to. Tight. Did you come and then you just blast it? You were in the shower and it blasted you against the wall like this. <laughs> 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 It's like a fire hose. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Legs off the ground. <laughs> I lifted. I lifted. Yeah, dude. Did it feel weird because you haven't done it in so long? No, it it, it felt Amazing. It felt so amazing. And let me tell you something, guy. It felt fucking amazing. Um, amazing, dude. It was so like and sex, dude. This I recommend doing it for this too. Is like like having sex if you haven't jerked off, even for like a few days, like even for like four or five days, is so like everything is so sensitive. It's fucking immaculate dude it's fantastic but i feel like guys don't do that because they don't want to come too fast yeah dude what are you not sometimes say fuck it especially if <laughs> and you're running back again yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this one's for me Run this for one's top. for me and then we'll go 10 give me 10 minutes it's kind of flattering again. isn't it for the lady yeah mm. like oh, oh. I, I came in like two seconds sorry yeah. so you came before you did the air around the pussy made you come yeah. <laughs> <laughs> especially taking off my underwear bussing, dude. especially if you've been in a relationship for a long time i feel like that would be flattering you know what yeah. I mean? Because it's like you guys have been hooking, and but then like one day you're just like, oh! like three yeah. strokes in, they're like, whoa, he loves me still. Like, still got it. <laughs> what are you gay? That's it. what she would say to me. <laughs> what are you gay? Look at this gay boy. It, it is, is gay. coming. And I'm happy for you, man. I'm glad you busting up. You should have got you like a cake or something. Yeah, yeah. man. I but I made it. I did make it. I and feel it, like you're back to your old self. Yeah, I feel a little more. The stand up has gotten worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything's downhill. I, I neglect you have no clarity. I neglect Maya. I'm just a terrible father now. No, but the clarity you get is is nice though. I'm not gonna lie. From not jerking off, would you do it again? I would do it again for sure. Well, how long was it? A month? Worth it. Oh, third, yeah, thirty one days, all of January. Thirty one. I know. That's great. You know why that's so difficult? You actually did it during the time where it's the hardest not to jack off when it's cold. Mm. Oh, mean? you're right. When it gets hot, it's fucking annoying because it's just hot. You don't want to jack off. It's all sticky. Uh, you don't. True. You're a deviant. Dog. Dog. This, this will look at me like I said something ridiculous. <laughs> what you mean? 
No, I just it's mean, good all the time. <laughs> <laughs> what, you quit her, bro? Springtime, <laughs> summer, autumn, fall, whatever. My whole thing is like, you're not going to jack off just because of the weather, bro? Like, what's wrong I'm with you? I'm a quitter, my bad dog. <laughs> well, if it's hot and sticky, it would be kind of, you know what I mean? Like, you're if you're bundled up cold, you're yeah. like, ah. you just jack one. You just kind of like move around. You're just like, go oh, in shit. the shower, dude, where no one's going to bother you. You yeah. lock the door, dude, and you just go to town. Go to town. Water, <laughs> not even. You are on. a deviant, man. You think I'm a deviant, bro? A little bit. Hey, be honest. How many times a week? This past week. Was it a bad week? It was a bad week, actually. It was. It was a long, slow week. Cause I'm at the gym all day, bro. Like I don't got time to go. I don't even have time to eat lunch sometimes. Can I tell you this though? Straight up honesty, been working out a lot. You don't. You just be tired, man. Kinda. I bro, I've been just, wrecked. You'd be tired. I've been I, a sleepy, sleepy boy, dude. This will made me do the. You know that fucking ab roller thing? Oh yeah. That is the devil's work. It's important. <laughs> that, the devil's work. That is the devil. I have yeah. never been so sore in my life. The only yeah, reason yeah. why I made you do that is so you stop jerking off all the time, bro. Oh, let me tell you something. Yeah. I haven't jerked off in about two weeks now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I am Abs tired. Hurt, my boy. I am Hell fucking yeah. tired. That shit is terrible. It's the one where you're on your knees, right? And you roll out? Well, it's because yeah. the, the way I work out at home is not how normal people should work out. Okay. Like, I definitely give myself a lot of leeway. Mm. And then I see how far they go. They basically kiss the floor. When yeah. they do that shit. I didn't know you're supposed to do it like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you fucking fit bitches. I don't know, dude. I've seen like, dudes do it just from their feet. Like yeah. not even on their knees. Those, those guys are assholes. That's I saw Jackie wild. Chan do that shit, which That's I thought, wild. oh, you're not supposed to do it. But even like how far you guys go, it's like straight to the floor. We just, you know, we just want to make sure we stop jacking off all the time. Because yeah. it's a real problem in our I life. I hate it. And then he had us do like 500 set reps of fucking bench for some god-awful reason. <laughs> it was, dude, David's talking shit. It wasn't even that much. It was so much yeah. weight. He put it like eight, eight, eight plates on there. It was crazy. <laughs> I fucking wish, bro. I fucking wish I had eight plates on there. But it was I, only like a quarter of a weight plate, you know? Quarter of a plate? Weight plate. Quarter weight of a weight plate? plate? Quarter of yeah, a plate. Well, guys, today we're going to talk about something that I feel a lot of people ask us to talk about fight stuff, and it's such a niche topic, and I think some people miss it, and if you don't like it, hey, it's going to be interesting anyways, because you just witnessed fucking history, my guys, history. John Jones, the man who continually beats his wife all the time, just hitting pregnant women over and over and over, yeah. abusing steroids, comes back and becomes a heavyweight champion of the world. Dog, he can get away with anything. It, this is the thing. Look, before we even talk mm. about the fight, I, I'll tell you one thing I really, really dislike about him. I dislike the fucking nice guy act. Yeah, yeah. He, it's fake, that's, bro. That's the, Just be a jerk-off. We all know you're a jerk-off. Yeah, that's that's why like Izzy's, Izzy's, Izzy does seem like a cool guy, but Izzy, Izzy doesn't try to act like... He's like cocky, he's flamboyant, yeah. and you're like, damn, he's dope. He talks shit. Paints his nails. If John Jones was just like, yeah, I'm kind of an asshole, we would all respect him a lot more. But acting like the good Christian guy who like prays for the other dude, and I'm a, like when he clearly is like fucking all these crazy bitches on the side and like doing the wild <laughs> shit that he's doing. It's like, dude, you're clearly not that guy. We all know it, you yeah. know? Like, and it's just... Stop pretending. It's, it's very sociopathic. It's very yeah, weird. It you know? is. So he comes out, obviously... Like, you could tell when somebody's very disingenuous when they're talking on the mic, right? And I'm not talking about, I'm not judging him about his faith and his religion, but it seems like he's putting on an act almost just to get under people's skin. So he's doing it on purpose almost, right? Mm -hmm. So he goes, I just want to say thank my Lord and Savior, and then cut to 10 minutes later, Francis and God, who is a big old pussy. <laughs> I'm like, why even mention God in the same fucking breath? Right, It's right. a weird thing that he's doing. Sure, yeah. But nobody thought that, I don't think anybody thought that he was going to win in the fashion that he did. It was... Very shocking. I didn't think he was going to win that easy. I, I definitely thought like Cyril Gaon, I, I thought it was going to be way more competitive. 100%. I yeah. thought Cyril Gaon wrestling is not the best. So I was like, okay, well, def John Jones has the advantage there. But the, just the size, just the fact that he's moving up, I was like, this should be somewhat competitive. 
And he fucking ran through him like nothing, dude. John Jones is a true heavyweight. In that octagon, he looked bigger than Cyril. He's a big yeah, he boy, was massive. Dude. Which is very weird. His thighs were rubbing sh- together too, bro. You saw them thighs? That, that boy fat. Everyone makes fun of his calves, but it's his thighs. It's the thighs, my It's boy. the butt and the thighs. The thighs. Ooh, that boy fat, dude. He came in fat. Yeah, he was thick. I was surprised. Thick. I thought he was going to be jacked like a little ripped. Mm-mm. He absolutely was not. He came in big. Triple C, thick. <laughs> <laughs> Thicker than a snicker, baby. He was thick. So if you guys didn't watch the fight, basically what happened, that fight was about two minutes long. What yeah. a bummer, huh? For yeah, those of you who aren't fight fans, uh, Cyril Gan is a French kickboxer. Very fucking good, right? Yeah. Ground game, not so great. But, you know, good enough where he'll survive. But John Jones is a different beast. He basically fucking chokes this motherfucker out in two minutes. And Cyril Gan is probably one of the better heavyweight prospects in the heavyweight division. Mm, like, you yeah. put that full in any other division in what other <laughs> fighting league, he'll probably wreck everybody. Yeah. For sure. But not John Jones. Super not talented. John Jones, bro. It was such a weird thing to watch. It I, was I, weird. It was, and it was also showed how strong he is because, like, yeah, he was able to manhandle him. Like, that's a big, like, right. I mean, his wrestling technique is way better for yeah. sure. But, dude, just pure strength size shit. Like, Sorogon is massive, bro. Yeah. Dude, John and Jones he, is like built for fighting, though. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You he see really how is. long he is and yeah. like the way he just wraps people up and the way he, his body awareness, it's like, it's like so above everyone else. Like, he just knows how to lay on people, make them just, do what he wants the whole time. Like he made that shit look so it was freaking easy. The timing of the takedown was oh, perfect. The way he like great. slipped the punch into the takedown was fucking perfect. He just had to fucking reach out and grab him. Like he he just in boom down. Like it was just perfect timing. You know what was interesting too? Like I didn't realize how much his power got better because when he I think he threw like an overhand or it was a right cross in the beginning and you heard the thud. Yeah, I think Cyril was like, holy shit, this guy's fucking strong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I don't think he was expecting to feel that type of force from a light heavyweight. Yeah. And then when he got hit by that, I think that's when he started dancing across the cage. He goes, oh, I can't even get touched by him because yeah. he'll put my lights out like that. Yeah, right. Which was very fucking weird. And I was also weirded out by how fast he was still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. John Jones is like just, he's so good at fighting. Yeah. Like I know that's like an understatement. <laughs> but like when you watch him fight, like he's just so comfortable in fights. To a level that I think most people are not, especially when they fight him. Like when you see uh, Cyril Gon waiting in the ring, you see John Jones walking out. Like he looked like he had no, like he's excited. Like he's like, oh, I can't fucking wait to beat the shit out of this guy. <laughs> and in all the fights, except for like Tiago Santos and maybe Dominic Reyes, he he had that look on his face. Except for those fights, I felt like he just was like, all right, dude, let's get this shit over with. But even then, he's like, yeah, I'll I'll put it on in the fourth, fifth round and still beat you, you know. But like he, every time he fights, he's just like his awareness, his IQ. It's like he loves hurting people, dude. Yeah, That's really why does. he's sociopathic. He's sociopath. He's fucking yeah. crazy. Oh, he's nuts. I think like the weird thing about him too is like, so they had this um, uh, ESPN had four people who used who fought him. It was uh, Anthony Linehart Smith. It was Dominic Reyes, with that poor boy, uh, DC, and, and also Rashad Evans. And they all were discussing John Jones. Mm. And one of the things that DC brought up, which I fu- this is what I love about Daniel Cormier. He's not afraid to ask the tough questions. Mm. So he asked them, he goes, how do you feel about John Jones saying that in the light heavyweight division, when he fought you two, that he wasn't really motivated? Damn. And, Damn. Oh. You know? And so the crazy thing was, like, Anthony Smith agreed. He goes, yeah, he just feel- it just felt like he wasn't, present like he wasn't there like he almost he was fighting as if he was fighting not to lose and not to kill me yeah so he was almost playing with his food he didn't say those exact words but that's what it sounded like yeah, when he said yeah. that he was in the octagon not to lose 
instead of before when he was finding people like Daniel Cormier, Rashad Evans, right. he was instinct. in there to kill them. And yeah. that's exactly what he did. Mm. The only person who didn't want to believe that was Dominic Reyes. Because that's Dominic Reyes' highlight in his career as sure. the guy who technically beat John yeah. Jones. It's yeah. what he feels like. Right. So I think with Dominic Reyes too, I, I did feel that John Jones just didn't care. Yeah. We didn't see the same John Jones. Right. Yeah. In this right. fight, we saw that John Jones where he's like, oh, I'm a fucking shark. I'm going to kill this motherfucker. Yeah, right. And he destroyed him just like how he said he would. He goes, mm -hmm. he has holes in his game. Um, his his wrestling, his takedown defense, everything is terrible. And I'm going to show you how easy it's going to be. And yeah. who the fuck does it like that? Yeah, that's wild. That was wild. Did you hear Chael Sonnen talk about it? Mm -mm. Yeah. He goes, it's really funny. It's sick. Because he he always got beef with John Jones, naturally, right? Because they, they fought and he lost to him already. But he goes, I have to crash and burn anything that John Jones is going to do. <laughs> so I have to get ahead of this and say Surogan, he goes, this is the funniest stat ever. He goes, he's one and one in his last two. Yeah. <laughs> Just to be like cherry picking, you know? And he goes, he's the worst grappler in the heavyweight division. He's not a black belt. He's never had a wrestling fight. You're telling me, you're, you're going to tell me John Jones is going to have trouble with this guy? He goes, Surogan absolutely sucks. That's what he's pretty much <laughs> that's so fucking. But then funny. he's kind of right though because yeah. he he exploited the biggest hole in his game, and it was like effortless. Mm -hmm. He had no answer. He had no answer for the grappling takedowns. He got up a little bit, but I feel like it's just because John Jones is like, "Ooh, I'm gonna just take you right back down and then fucking front headlock." Because I don't gra grapple wrestler do jujitsu, right? Like, so when I was watching that shit, it just looked like John Jones was so heavy on him. wet blanket, dude. Yeah. He was so yeah. heavy on him. And then Cyril Gaon was frozen. Like when he was attached to his hip, he just weight, put all of his weight on him and he was trying to gather that wrist. Ugh. And he just couldn't get his fucking base. <laughs> his arms are long enough where he could fucking yeah, that reach was that thing. wrist. Yeah. That shit was so crazy. He was next to his hip and he reached out and grabbed his wrist, yeah. Yeah. which I don't think most people can do. Yeah. No. That's it's, just not possible. Yeah, his physique is insane. And it's if you don't wrestle insane. with a guy who is 6'4", six, 6'5", six, however tall John Jones is, with the longest wingspan in the UFC, it's gonna like those problems aren't gonna present themselves in the training room, yeah, right? So right. when you when you deal with a night of, you're like, what the fuck is happening to me? Yep. And, yep, that, yep. and that's a, that's what happened. Like he just fucking smothered him, and after Shirogan got choked out, he looked up like, what? <clears throat> yeah, he looked confused. He looked like, <laughs> yeah, he was he's like, what? Truly a weird, just like complete fighter because he reminds me of like, um, honestly, like Jordan. Because oh, man. as he gets older, his game is evolving into different things and he's just excelling at that. Yeah. yeah. Because look at it. We loved him in his earlier career because his he was like a striking phenom. Like he would always have these weird openings, just these fucking hand traps yeah. into elbows. He was the future. He was yeah. doing shit yeah. from a like every, and he's fought in like what four or five different generations of MMA fighters. Yeah. And oh, obliterated wow. everybody. Yeah. Yeah, everybody and made it look easy. This is probably the fourth generation he's he's ran through. Yeah, right. And Early in his career, he was doing shit like out of a video game. Like, yeah. what? You he literally said that? he would watch Ong Bak and then like try it. In a, <laughs> like, that's what he said. He was like, I saw Ong Bak. Who does shit like and that? I tried it and it worked. This is Tony Jaws' fault. Bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is the reason why you created a fucking monster in the UFC. Well, well he, he says now he's, he's only go, he's going to try to just wrestle fuck everybody. He goes, I'm older now. I don't want any damage yeah, to my head. Mm. So he's just going to go back to what his he's original Dagestani now. Him and Stipe, though, is going to be interesting. Stipe, Stipe is on the older side, though. Uh, but Stipe's got the wrestling base. I think Stipe's too small for him. <laughs> I Maybe. Dude, am I the only one that thinks he just smashes through Stipe? I, think I mean, I could see it. I, I yeah. It's definitely possible. It would just be interesting to see him go up against a guy who could actually wrestle. I would him. like to see Stipe get the W. Yeah, like who doesn't like the this only guy? reason why I don't think Stipe is going to win is because 
I believe so. Daniel Cormier knocked his ass out. The second fight, Daniel Cormier could have easily won. Yeah. But he was he got he got his ego went up and he wanted oh, to knock yeah. his ass out, which yeah. was really really dumb. And I think Daniel Cormier is gonna fuck, that's gonna stick with him for the rest of his life because he could have beat him twice in a row. Yeah. yeah right. Uh, and on top of that, the third fight, even though Stipe won very dis- decisively, it was still competitive yeah. with Daniel Cormier, and that's a man who fucking John Jones beat the shit out of. And I know MMA math doesn't work that way. But Sometimes it does. With John Jones, it does. With John Jones, I, I really think it does. Yeah. And there's the age gap, too. Stipe has been out of the ring for a very long time, and Stipe's a lot older, and he didn't look that great against Ngannou either. And I don't think that Ngannou would have done anything to John Jones. You don't think Ngannou has a chance against John Jones? No, I don't think he has a chance at all, especially because I think the biggest factor that I was worried about was how John Jones would deal with uh, Ngannou's power. But I don't think... John Jones would ever give Ngannou space to even throw anything. Yeah. He's right in his fucking face. Everybody's mm-hmm. so scared of Ngannou that they're right within his reach. Yeah. Right? So th- that distance shit, because his arms are so fucking long. Yeah. John Jones is not going to allow him to just fucking start throwing. That's his game. That's what yeah. he's the best at. Yeah. He wants him to throw because yeah. he wants to close that fucking distance yeah, and take yeah, him down. Yeah. So that's true. Ngannou is a like out of the heavyweights, though. I think the most massive, like, I think he cuts, doesn't he like have to cut down to 265? I think so. And the way he fought Stipe, he was patient when he fought him the third time, but. You're right. I mean, John Jones probably would put the pressure on him, try to take him down immediately. I don't think there's anyone in the heavyweight division that's gonna mess with John Jones. This dude is gonna get away. He's just smarter. Oh, dude! Like he just he's he's so beyond everybody else, and he has that skill set of like a smaller guy at that weight class. And I feel like maybe the only guy who could maybe give him a problem is the Drago looking dude. Oh, the Russian dude. What's the name? He Ooh. was the replacement for this fight. His name. Fuck. He's the one that knocked out Taito Ivasa, right? Yeah, he knocked out Taito Ivasa. He smoked Derek Lewis in like 20 seconds. Yeah. And he knocked all these guys out quick. Sergey Pavlich. Yeah. He's a he's a scary motherfucker. I saw that fool's highlights. He's <clears throat> fucking frightening as shit. He's yeah. super scary. I think he he probably could have took it to Ngannou. Yeah. I actually, think so too. Because he actually has wrestling too. Yeah. So I think he would have fucked up Ngannou. But I think like his matchup against John Jones might be interesting, but I don't even know if John Jones is going to like mess around with that. If John Jones fucking fights Stipe, he could just retire after that. And I think he's going yeah. to. And then just sail off into the sunset and he just retires as the greatest of all time. How much cocaine do you think he did that night he won? Oh, he did it off I- of fucking his big ass wife's face. <laughs> <laughs> Forehead to chin. Uh, I shouldn't have drank. Forehead but- to chin. <laughs> Dude. First of all, I had no idea how gigantic his wife was. She's a tall woman. How big is she? I don't know. If you, have you seen the anime Attack on Titan? <laughs> she looks like one of those fucking titans. I was actually, sh- yes, I was <laughs> shook. There's a specific titan that she actually looks like, and I, I was shook. Pull it up. Side by side comparison. No, no, I'll put, I'll put right a here, fucking pull a picture it up. of it. Hey, no disrespect to her. I'm pretty sure she's a lovely lady. Yeah. You know, shout outs. I'm not trying to make fun of her. I'm a little drunk. Hilarious. <laughs> fucking hilarious. Hilarious. But she is a tall woman. That's she was saying. so, his whole family. They're giant. His dad. I think his dad was taller than him. Damn. John is the baby brother. He's like the smallest one out of the whole family. That whole family is nothing but champs, dude. NFL dudes, right? All like NFL. All NFL. All they the all NFL. have rings. I think they all have Super Bowl they rings. They all too. have rings. Wow. A whole family of champions, dude. dude. That's unbelievable. That's that a crazy? powerful sperm, dude. That's powerful sperm. How are you going to stop that? Who's going to stop John Jones? No one's going to stop John Jones. I don't even want to see John Jones lose. Because like, I'll tell you this. In my mind, I mean, okay. So people were bringing up once again on Twitter, like who's the greatest of all time and they were debating like Habib or John Jones. I think once you get two belts, that greatest of all time thing puts Habib out. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small 
Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Genius Brain listeners, this podcast is brought to you by Hero Bread. Listen, I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over, and I'm telling you right now, they have some of the best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life, and I'm not just saying that. I'm talking about taste and texture-wise. You, you just can't beat it. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and is high in fiber. And guess what? Now it's made with heart-healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. I'm telling you right now, I made a BLT with this, and it was freaking delicious. If I if I eat bread, this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying it's so freaking good. You could do whatever you want with this type of stuff. I mean, they even have burger breads, right? So if you want to make a, a fire ass burger, they got like tortillas too for their if you if you eat breakfast burritos as much as I do, dude, money. It's so freaking good. It's hard to say which one of my favorite stuff is, just because like if I'm going to make a wrap or I'm going to do any type of sandwich of any sort, I'm going to use Hero Bread because I get to eat without all the guilt and it's literally my favorite. So genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order for their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code genius10 at checkout. That's G-E-N-I-U-S one zero at hero co hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price Got your happy price, Priceline. Because even for Daniel Cormier, I put Daniel Cormier above Habib because of the level of competition. Yeah, mm. I think people always forget about that, right? So <clears throat> when I said when I saw Habib retire, I put him as like goat, right? Just yeah, because yeah. I saw what he was doing to, he just was just demolished. No one's everybody. gonna beat him, and I yeah. feel like right now he's still one fifty five champ. Like, I think he was. He team. was. I what I will say about Khabib though, I, you're, I think you're right about the competition, but I think. Round for round, he was probably he lost like the two most rounds his whole career. Dominant. Dominant. <laughs> the most dominant dude was probably Khabib. Mm, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That by far. But I see what you're saying. You're right. Daniel Cormier, way more competition. John Jones, for sure, way more competition as well. And it's in the fashion that, not so much they won, but they also, I, the reason why I put Daniel Cormier above John Jones for now is because John, because Daniel Cormier won the belt also pretty easy. 
yeah. against yeah. Stipe. He knocked him the fuck out. Yeah. And then on top of that, he defended it. So once John Jones defends his heavyweight belt, then to me is John Jones goat forever. Yeah, I think um, a lot of people will say they'll take John Jones out just because of the PED stuff. Yeah. But even Daniel Cormier says it too. Like if he didn't do the PED he stuff, still he still, bro, he still would have been goat. Like he's goat. Yeah. He's he's the craziest specimen we've ever seen fight, like across the board, across yeah. generations, resume, title defenses. I don't even like the guy. I, I think he's a terrible person. But my favorite thing he did was hit that pregnant lady with the car. Yeah. That's <laughs> that the best KO he ever best. had. <laughs> that was That's his best win. And dude. then he runs back and grabs cash out of the car and then leaves again. Like, dude, you are. That fool was on coke. And they just sure found booze night. and condoms in there, like <laughs> yeah, magnums dude. in a bottle of vodka. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's a savage. It's like 1 p.m. Yeah. Absolute. It's like 1 p.m. in the day. Like, what the fuck are you doing, dog? Dude, Anthony Smith said something very interesting when he was talking, when he was analyzing John Jones. He goes, when I was preparing for the John Jones fight, the reason why he felt that he couldn't do anything was because John Jones was coasting through the fight, so he wasn't bringing it to him. So mm. John, Anthony Smith's plan with his team was to counter and look for those holes and openings if John Jones was going to come at him. But because John Jones was just kind of playing with his food, yeah. he just kind of kept the distance, and he kept piecing him up from the outside. He just kept kicking the shit out of his knees. Exactly. So he said he didn't expect that because his team was so worried about his fucking reach because he has like the longest reach even yeah. in heavyweight yeah. that – they didn't think about his legs. Yeah. And so he just kept kicking him up the middle, fucking to his legs, started obliterating him. So it's weird with John Jones because what's the hole in his game? You're going to take him down? Fucking no. Daniel Cormier took him down once and it took him five fucking rounds to do that shit. Yeah. That's Daniel Cormier. Yeah. So I don't understand. I don't, I'm trying to figure out who's going to be the one to dethrone him. And if he does get dethroned, I think the only reason why is because he's getting old. I, I don't think anyone in the UFC right now, even like on like pound for pound, he's the best guy. And it hurts me to say it, but it's true. Yeah, I think it's he's true. he's the guy. No one's beating that dude. Should talk about fucking. Um, if you guys don't know, Shevchenko also a reigning champ who hasn't lost in how many years? It's been forever. forever. She did. She a long know, ass time. A lot of people thought she didn't look that good against Talia Santos her last fight. Some people were like, "Oh, she probably could have won that, maybe depending how you, how it goes." But it was really cool to see Alexa Grasso. Ele that she got that, fuck that you must dub. be happy Mexican boy yeah yeah you got a you got who there's two who oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah Viva. you got three champs right now well technically three because you have fucking interim champ uh, Yair Rodriguez oh he's, he's, he's interim oh you're right yeah so you got damn. three right now Mexico's damn. fucking killing it right they now they are dude. killing it it's cool that like certain like countries like Africa had their thing for a while like with like, Mexico's right. one yeah and it's like everyone has their turn like Brazil um who Yair? Who's the who's the champion? Fucking Yair's Volkanovski, dude. He gonna fight Volk next. Dude. He has to fight Volk next. That's, That's gonna, gonna be, be a good fight. Sick. Volk's an animal though. He beat the shit. I think Josh Emmett, dude. Oh, Josh Emmett. Did yes. you watch that Yair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, yeah. beat the living shit out of him. Yeah, dude. dude. Yeah, he's a fucking animal. That was I. I thought he owed him money the way he was <laughs> fucking him up, dude. He. Fucked him up in the most creative fucking way possible, too. His strikes were so creative and weird. He didn't yeah, give a he's fuck. super yeah. creative. Yeah, you're like, every time he fights now, I think even more so, he just doesn't give a shit about getting taken down. He's like, yeah, I'll do a 360 spin kick to your face <laughs> and land it. And then spin, like a little back elbow out of nowhere. Like just yeah. the setups are crazy. And then the way he off his back, <clears throat> he's like violent off his back. So mm -hmm. it's like, dude. That's a weird thing. He's gonna about give him. problems. He's gonna mm -hmm. give problems to Volk. I think. I think anywhere he goes, like Volk has to, he has to be on his game to beat Yair. Yeah, Definitely for sure. Volk's it, one of his advantages is speed. Yair is faster than him. Yeah. So I think that was a weird thing that um, 
uh, Josh Emmett couldn't adjust to was he could see the left kick coming, but it was so fast he couldn't do shit about it. Mm. Yeah. He just couldn't do shit about it. It was mm-hmm. just too quick. Mm. I couldn't, as a viewer, I couldn't tell when he was going to kick. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we're watching from the outside. I'm like, what the fuck? Did he just kick? <laughs> yeah. It was so fast. Yeah. yeah. And I imagine like, yeah, you're one of those guys who you spar with and he stands in front of you and you're just scared because you don't know what the fuck he's going to do. Yeah. You know, and then th- I felt that energy from Josh Emmett while they were fighting. And then all of a sudden he just lands the crazy shit and he's just kicking you in the body. He doesn't even care, bro. He's like closing his eyes, throwing body kicks and he's just getting, <laughs> it just, it just hurts, bro. <laughs> his whole fucking side was all red. Josh like, Emmett poor guy. is on every steroid possible. <laughs> that fool's gynoclamastia or whatever the fuck that shit is was ridiculous. He got dude. the heavies, dude. He had some heavy D's on he him. Got dude. D's. <laughs> he, he had got them cheechies. fucking lumps on those fucking titties. He went, he raised his hands, and I just saw these two fucking huge lumps on wow. his nipple, which was there from the previous fight, and they got bigger. This fool is on all the roids. Percentage-wise, how how many fighters do you think are taking roids? Like how many people do you think are taking? At least half. You think more than 50%? Or fifty percent at least. Fifty percent. What do you think, bro? I have no idea. I think I think because of Usada, it it does. You have to be really good at how you do your steroids. Like for instance, the the Jiu Jitsu Federation IBJJF or something. uh, Steroids is like rampant in Jiu Jitsu. The I think they did steroid testing. I think Usada came in, and they did Usada. They did testing for the last tournament. Like five of the biggest names just got popped for steroids. And they're like, you're still competing. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the ban like details are, but they, I think they have to like stop competing for a little bit. But it just names where you're like, oh fuck, this guy was. Oh yeah, duh. Yeah. But it's just that means so Jordan Ryan can't compete in that shit, right? Because I don't think he does though, because it's like a no gi. It's like a he, it, that's like, he, he doesn't openly, even mess around with. Them. He openly states he's on steroids. He does. Yeah. Jordan Ryan. Mm-hmm. Look at that guy, bro. He's, I mean, yeah, he's yoked, but I didn't know he was just out there like. Yeah, he openly. I'd be doing steroids. Yeah. Well, he, well, he goes like, well, I don't like. Not do it. That's how they do it now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't like. Not what the do fuck? It. Look Everyone's at Galvao, dude. That fool's fucking yeah, huge. Galvao's He's bigger sure. than he was in the UFC. He looked yeah. like a Ninja Turtle dude. Yeah, when yeah. He fought. When he fought Gordon Ryan. Yeah. His traps had a little turtle shell. How do you choke somebody out like that? There's no neck to choke out. Yeah. How do you wrap, wrap your arms around? You got to be Gordon Ryan and choke that fool out. That shit is fucking crazy, Nuts. man. He's one of the only people that actually made people interested in uh, jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now everybody's doing. Everybody does jujitsu now, dude. Now I'm scared. Yeah. Now I'm so scared. Yeah, you gotta be careful. Just, everyone's be butt scooting, dude. Butt scooting. I'll just butt scooting scooting your sidewalk. Kill your doom. One of my favorite things to watch. I know this is fucked up because I love jujitsu, but watching jujitsu guys get knocked out. <laughs> like there's like a whole compilation you can look at look at it because they forget that they're striking in real life. Yeah. yeah. And so they'll get face stomped. they're getting like kicked in the head yeah because they're just like on their back like this and then you see a guy just stomp their face in and they go oh i forgot i'm not in a gi yeah you're in on the streets and when your head goes off concrete it's different yeah or that there's multiple people exactly you're getting jumped dog don't be on your back (laughs) (laughs) somebody come here (laughs) and they're like why'd you do that stomped out yeah that's the one way to stop jujitsu get your buddies to fucking so once it goes past one on one, you're pretty much fucked. You gotta be, you gotta be able to fucking strike. You gotta, be you able gotta to be strike. able to do it all, though. Honestly, like yeah. in the grand scheme of things, like because there's some jiu-jitsu guys, like they'll do MMA for the first time, and they're like, "Oh my god, you were, it's so." Different. Do you remember when we were at the at, at the Ron fight, and that random drunk Asian guy came up to me? No, I wasn't there. I watched it. I watched that fight. Was it you? Who the fuck was next to me? But I, some other. It was some other Chinaman. It was other some gooky <laughs> ass fighter. But <laughs> <laughs> we were. I was uh, watching Ron fight. Right. Uh huh. And we were chilling, and this one random Asian dude who was like a fan, and he was drunk, by the way. 
He comes up. He goes, oh, I saw you were doing kickboxing stuff. I was like, yeah, cool. He goes, but I do jujitsu. I'll fucking choke your ass out. That's wild. And wow. I stopped and thank God. I forgot who I was around, but the dude, it wasn't you. It was some other Asian dude. I think it was John. But the John, like, you know, this guy's big. He just looks uh-huh. up to me. He goes, what'd you say? He goes, oh, I'm just fucking around. I was like, yes, right. I'm with him. Like, <laughs> he'll kill you. But what the weirdest thing to say to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some people are fucking idiots. Dude. Weird. And I, also, you they know, all these press guys, you, dude. These guys are all fighters. They'll kill you. They'll yeah. literally kill you. And I'm like, I'm with them. <laughs> I literally grabbed them like John Handling for me real quick. <laughs> Beat what this a, guy's ass. What the, what the fuck was that about? Yeah. I would start going to jiu-jitsu gyms. Like, oh, you do jiu-jitsu? Well, I do kickboxing. I'll knock your ass out. Yeah, if you start fucking go that. on your back or grab me, you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not, oh, grab me, yeah. man. <laughs> you gonna kiss me to death, huh? <laughs> Beat my ass, but turns out, Gay. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's you, you stop jujitsu from happening. Yeah. Oh, that's bro. right. Yeah, just call him gay. Yeah, just call him gay. But dude. that was so weird. That guy just fucking threatened me. I thought that was the weirdest thing that has ever happened to it's me. Just dumb dude shit. Dumb, insecure dude. You weren't shit. impressed by that? No. I was turned on. <laughs> <laughs> Look down. You're Got just his number. Bricked I, fucking, up. <laughs> I fucking sucked his dick after You chopped up. But there's another big fight coming up that we should talk about. Ooh. Ooh Leon Edwards. Damn. Usman. Three. Who you got? Why you got him? Here, What's going on? I grew up in the streets. <laughs> oh shit, that's Kamaru, my Talking boy. Talking over a campfire. <laughs> I got Talking over. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker over here roasting marshmallows, fucking opening <laughs> up about his heart. Uh, I put. I listen. I think Usman is going to obliterate Leon Edwards. I only go by this based on human motivation, right? Yeah. I think that Usman is such a high level fucking narcissist in the best way possible when it comes to fighting. That he fucks with himself so much, he cannot live with himself if he loses again. That's how I feel about Usman. Usman doesn't take lightly to losses, mm. right? It eats him up every fucking day. Yeah. Usman, the guy who was posting nonstop on his Instagram, has barely posted in the last fucking year or so. Ever since he lost to fucking Leon Edwards. Um, I think he's preparing for fucking war. And I don't think he's going to lose. Really? You don't yeah. think Leon's going to be ready, bro? I think Leon is going to try to get ready. But I think a motivated Usman is frightening. Well, also, too, if you watch the last fight, I mean, Usman's beaten him the whole time. That was Usman's fight until the very end. Yeah. The biggest thing that Usman isn't going to allow Leon to do, and it was the biggest mistake that he made in that last round, is give him space for mm. striking. I think he's going to smother him, yeah. and he's not going to uh-huh. allow for that for him to catch his rhythm. And I think he's going to decisively beat his ass. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how he overcomes that mental obstacle because there's always that mental obstacle yeah, dude, of like getting slapped, knocked the fuck bro. out. But I think Usman, you're right, is mentally crazy and strong enough to overcome that obstacle. That fool like, woke up in Wakanda, dude. That fool <laughs> got kicked so fucking hard. He ate the flower and he woke up in that fucking mystical world. <laughs> you know, the ancestral plane. Yeah, he woke up in the ancestral plane. In Who the gets, purple world. He was, he was in that purple world. That fool got knocked out where his eyes were opened up. Open, like bro, that was crazy. That fool said he woke up in the ambulance. You know that? Yeah. He didn't he know 20 that. 20 minutes later. Yeah. He had no idea that he was knocked out until he was in the ambulance. That's fucking insane, dude. I think there could be an argument there where the, the second fight, Usman was kind of like in cruise control for mm-hmm. the most time, right? Because mm-hmm. he was in control most of the fight. But I'll give it to Leon. Like every time, because I just rewatched it this morning, um, every time Usman took him down, Leon was working right back up. He was yeah, right yeah, there yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. time. Like he, there was for for somebody who was getting beat that badly, especially after like the heart. second, third, yeah, fourth rounds to take a beating like that and just keep getting back up. Like he still had really good pockets. He took him down too. I just remember that. Yeah, he remember oh, he took yeah. it down. He took his back and was like that changed the game. Yeah. Right, he mounted him, and you're like, oh shit. 
Leon has more of a threatening ground game in a lot of ways than than Usman because Usman can hold you down, but if you're Leon and you're working your way back up, who's not necessarily like a grappler, mm-hmm. like then we have to question Usman's ability to like pin someone down and hold him for a long period of time. Yeah, because he's throwing ground and pound. But I was like, man, if if Usman just starts throwing up a little more submission threats, that could change the game because the only thing Us- uh, Leon's worried about is eating a couple punches and then coming back up to his feet against the cage. And that was the whole time. So it's like, I'm really curious to see how that's going to be, especially when they're fighting at the O2 Arena in London, right? Because that Ooh, crowd is that's right. Dude, they're fighting on UK soil. And he's a, he's, he, Leon speaks funny. You hear him talk? Uh, he got a British accent. But let me tell you something. That fool Leon, whenever he's on the mic, can we get a fucking bouncy ball with some translations on the bottom? <laughs> what the fuck is he yeah. saying? It's not even his UK accent. He mumbles. Yeah. He's a, he's, terrible on the mic mm-hmm. he's like he's fucking uk stipe miocic hey bro you didn't like his you don't like his post-fight interview when he won he said boom headshot dead that's what he said that that's was the only said? thing i understood though <laughs> the only thing i understood <laughs> boom headshot dead and you know what brother what's good, what's good, what's good, what's good. i'm like hey can one, somebody two, please translate one plus two is three yeah <laughs> quick maths <laughs> dog, what, oh dog i forgot to mention this but stipe miocic Nobody ever give him a mic ever again, dude. Yeah, for real. This fool fucked up his bag so bad. You have fucking Megan O'Leary interviewing him, saying, giving him good layup questions, yeah, right? Yeah. And he goes, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think is like John's weakness? And you know, I was, I'm, I'm a fight. <laughs> That's it, Stipe? This is why the <laughs> UFC doesn't give a fuck about you. Yeah, yeah. Like, Say something, you hey, fucking you, you call idiot. that a layup, bro? What are John Jones' weaknesses? That is a layup. After a fight like that, what I'm, would you say? Oh, fine, fine. I'm I'm Stipe Miocic, but I can speak English. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> After watching John Jones fight, what kind of weaknesses do you think he has in your upcoming He hasn't matchup? fought me yet. I'll obliterate him. I am the best heavyweight in this division, and I am considered the heavyweight GOAT. If he wants that title, he has to come through me first. You haven't seen shit yet. That's pretty good. That was pretty good. Like he went against Cyril Gunn. He has absolutely zero wrestling. What did you think was going to happen? Do you think he's going to do that to me? <laughs> I wrestle fucked and gone onto the floor in our first fight. Yeah. The second fight, I made a mistake because I thought I clipped him and he clipped me right back. That would never happen again. John Jones would die by me. I'm going to show him what a true That's heavy is That's too many words like. for Stipe, though. So yeah. let me do it like how Stipe would do it <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Now go. <laughs> now go. Right. What kind of holes do you see in John Jones' game? As well. Hey, what's coming out? Hey, when when Hey, how good is that, huh? Dude, one time they interviewed him and his his throat was already like shot. Like, his, <laughs> the interview like just he, started. He hadn't even started talking and the fool's voice was already like, <laughs> You know what the funny thing is? I went back to his old interviews. I thought it was CTE. He's been talking like yeah, this since bro. day one. That's he it. sounds like Don Vito, bro. That's him, dude. Don Vito. <laughs> Don Vito. Yeah. Dude, I want to see an interview with him and Dikembe Mutombo, the two ashiest voices in history. Fucking Jesus, give that man dude. lotion on his vocal cords. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. See dust coming out of his mouth. <laughs> this That fool was pissing me off in that mm. fucking interview because he just wasn't saying anything. He goes, what do you want to say? Let's come. <laughs> That's what it sounds Fucking alien language over here <laughs> I hope he never sees this man Will kill me oh Thank you God. for being a firefighter I appreciate you But yeah. Jesus Christ dude You need a translator Fuck man <laughs> 
Shit pissed me off. He needs a speech therapist. He needs a speech therapist. He something. Dog. Oh, hey, look. I, I know. <laughs> he needs something. He needs something. He needs something. <laughs> he needs something. He needs something. Dude. A glass of water. We'll start with that. <laughs> yeah, start with a glass of water. <laughs> dude, one of the funniest things that I ever saw. So not it was in this fight, but it was a previous fight before that. There was this young chubby little Thai girl. Did you see her? Mm. She yeah. Fucking striking clinic, right? And then her translator was a white girl that spoke Thai. Mm. That shit was hella funny. I couldn't stop laughing. I've so, never seen that. Dude, watch that interview. And it was like, oh, this is true representation here. Because mm. there was a random look. She looked like a Mormon lady. And uh -huh. she was in her corner. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's one of her coaches? Yeah. And it turned out to be her translator. And then she comes out. You see this? She looks like a Puritan. She <laughs> comes out and she's speaking Thai. All of a sudden, this white girl. Yeah, come, 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 come. I'm lady boy. I'm lady boy. I was fucking shook, dude. I don't uh, know where the fuck they found him, but she was killing it. They, they need really, more white translators. That's what they need, bro. Damn, Hell they, yeah. they need more white translators across the board. Where are the white the translators at? You know what I mean? The guy that speaks Portuguese and he looks like a white guy. He's the he, best. Oh, the he's old guy? Amazing, he looks like Ron bro. Perlman. He yeah. looks like fucking the dude from Sons of Anarchy, Clay and shit. Yeah, I know they do. The Portuguese translators are always the best because they always translate emotion too. Mm. They don't just do it word for word. They say it as if they were saying it mm. uh, through all like the emotional turmoil, like how sad they oh, are. Oh, dude, you are. have to do the Korean guys. You got to be the translator for the Korean Oh, fighters. I would fucking love to. You would dude, cut sick that. promos And for that him. guy would like yeah, tap his head. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Please, please, please. Hey, what he said. I want to be respectful. He was in the camera like, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. He said, fuck you. This is what he said. That's what he said. He said, hey, bitch ass motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to come to your house. When the fucking clock hits midnight, I'm sticking my dick in your wife's mouth. Yeah, Let's yeah, go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy's like, I never said that. <laughs> I never said a penis. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I got you. I got you. Don't worry. Don't trip. Don't trip. What else did he say? He said that he's going to fucking find you. He's going to slash your fucking tires. Take the rubber. Stretch it out and choke you out with it, bitch. <laughs> hey. I'm mm. from New York. I think you got the job, dude. Dude. Hey, UFC, hire me right now. Hire this man. Dude. You speak Korean? Yeah. Mm. Okay, let's talk about this. Um, this past recently, it was the Jake Paul mm. and Tommy Fury fight. Tommy Fury. He looked good. You know, I, I watched some more highlights. Tommy Fury was kind of landing some some good shots. I don't, Tommy Fury was cracking him. You know he what was the, cracking the shit out of him. Yeah, he was cracking the shit. He was lighting him up. Here's the weird thing about that. Uh, a lot of like, like Israel Adesanya watched the fight. He thought that Jake Paul won. And listen, I actually thought that Jake Paul was going to beat Tommy's ass. Me too. So oh, yeah. I was rooting for Jake Paul. Bro, I oh, look wow. like such an idiot because yeah. I was like, dude, Jake Paul is going to smoke Tommy. Fury. Yeah. And now and I, I look like an asshole. And when I watched, I watched the whole fight. I watched it three times because, yeah. you know, when there's like a fighter that I respect, mm. I always try to see what they're looking at. And I'm like, it, I, you're retarded, Adesanya. Like, oh, excuse me. You are mentally deficient. You are dumb. Deficient. <laughs> I've, I've promised not to use this word. I'm trying to get out of my vernacular. Apologies. But idiot. Like I, I didn't really get what Adesanya was talking about. Yeah, yeah. What was he saying? He thought I think it's from that last round where he hit him with the jab and he fell over. But he said that you know, the look, knockdown. Jake had some good hard hits, yeah, but it definitely. didn't phase him at all. Yeah. No. And then Tommy was jabbing him the fuck up, and he had a lot more combos. Yeah, yeah. Tommy he was wore the shots worse. I he was constantly on his ass, like landing points constantly throughout the, all the rounds. Like he Jake was would connect, up. Tommy would come back with six or seven more shots, exactly. and they weren't landing in his guard. He was hitting him with all the openings. Mm. So I was shook that it went to it. It was a split decision. I thought decisively Tommy yeah. won. Yeah. It same. wasn't even close. Yeah, same. So but he, it's like Jake's the money. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Boxing's, we all know it's fucking corrupt. So, but uh, yeah, and to me too, it seemed like Tommy Fury was like definitely won that fucking fight. You know? 
He beat his ass, dog. Yeah, he, he whooped his ass. He beat his fucking yeah, ass, man. He lit him up. Tommy Fury's dad is hilarious. Have you seen his John fucking dad? John Fury. His is full of John Fury's fucking hilarious. What a name, too, isn't it? John Jake Fury. Paul, you're a YouTuber. Let me tell you something what he's going to do. He's going to go find your woman, bend her over, and smash her from the back. <laughs> smash he her from he the literally, back. He literally said that. That sounds like a David So promo right yeah, there. Yeah. He literally... <laughs> I don't think that's John Fury, dude. He that's a, no, he literally that's said that. That's a David So original. He just David said so that earlier for the Korean guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's going to take you from the ass. <laughs> take you take from, from the ass. ass. <laughs> so you're speaking English. You don't have to he's use like that. He's going to He's going to blow in the ass like a this one. <laughs> dude, did he really say that? He literally said dude, that. I'm going to look that shit up after it, this. John Fury was He's a wild man, though. In The gypsies. The, the gypsies don't give up. Bro, fuck. him and Tyson look the same. They look exactly the same. And then Jake Paul... Just has like he just looks like Mike Wazowski. He's got like the longest arms I've ever seen on a on a person. Mm-hmm. But it's like you just like oh that guy's on Love Island. That's that's why I think of him. It, and it, he he's not gonna have any more fights. Like who's gonna fight him now? Yeah. Pe- people also forget too with uh, Tommy Fury. He's only twenty three. Yeah. He's a baby. He's a young lad. Is yeah. What they he, say over there. Young lad. They use young lad. lad. I think he's young. He's younger <laughs> than Jake Paul. Is, is he? he really? Yeah. Wow. I think Jake Paul's like 24, 25. So he's like a couple years younger. And then he has the tutelage of his brother. That's fucking amazing, dude. Exactly. Tutelage. That's a good tutelage. word. A good word. So, you know, it doesn't come out of hey, but when it comes guess, out, I can't spell it, though. Impact. T U T T T T L E A G. There you go. This guy had a jack off for one month. So, I mean, he's smart. He don't know the words and shit. Yeah, but when I was watching that shit, it was interesting because I really thought that Jake Paul was going to win. And then afterwards, here's the funny thing about that shit. Like, Everybody was wondering how good Jake Paul's boxing was, right? And I think because he promos himself so well, I kind of got caught into the hype a little bit. But then, like, when you look at that fight from a low-level pro like Tommy Fury, and mm-hmm. he is very low-level, there are – he's going to get destroyed by so many pros in boxing, right? But once again, he's young and he just started. Mm-hmm. I assumed that Jake Paul was on his level, and Jake Paul was not. Jake Paul is at best a mid-level amateur. Only because, and there was somebody who wrote this to me on Twitter. He goes, because that guy was boxing or whatever. He goes, the biggest problem that Jake Paul has is that most amateurs, when they come in to fight at the level that he has, has already 100 matches. He has no rounds. Mm. So Jake Paul's ability to get better is only based on his money and the trainers that he has. But there's something that he doesn't have, which is experience. And experience speaks for everything. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Sure. So at least Tommy Fury has like eight, six, six or eight pro matches. So he has a lot of competition under his belt and he's done amateur matches, I believe, as well. So that's why Jake, he's like his footwork is terrible. Yeah. And everybody that's has the co- biggest part. Mm-hmm. And it's most especially too, it's like, yeah, he has a big right hand, but if he can't get in position to land those shots on someone who's like pretty good defensively, he's gonna have a lot of like hard time. And that's what happened with Tommy Fury. 
Like anytime he lands that big shot is because the guy that he's fighting, they stand right in front of him in that 50-50 position and they're like, all right, let's go. That's how he knocked out Tyron Woodley. He That's stood there, he, feet planted. Yeah, and it's like you obviously, like you shouldn't, you have to show him respect and not like be right up in front of him like, all right, let's fucking throw. Yeah. Like, no, you're giving him, you're giving him an out essentially. And same with Anderson Silva, right? He, he started, he was winning rounds and then he kind of got reckless, got sat down. And then in that 50-50 position, it's like, ah, you can't be, you can't be doing that with someone who's younger than you, who's a lot bigger, has some big punching power. So it's like people, I think, question like, how did that even happen? But I think that's that's exactly and this what is happened. the this is the first time Jay Paul has fought somebody who wasn't retired in their sport. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? His, right. his age. Exactly. Yeah, that's actually his age. That his his mm. size. Nobody he fought was his size. Yeah. And and also dedicated to that sport. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. this is the first boxer boxer he fought. You know what I mean? Yeah. Joe Rogan sucks Jake Paul's dick a lot too. He's like, he's legit. He's amazing. And I'm like, I understand what Joe means. I think he, people don't give Jake Paul enough credit sometimes, yeah. right? Mm. But now people are overestimating him. Sure. They got to bring him down. Because there's, I mean, how many pros that we know that can murder Jake Paul? Oh, instantly? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, Who was the guy that was going to fight him? Uh, Hassan? Ha dude. What was the name? Hassan Ooh. Rahman Jr. Rahman. Yeah, Son dude. of a legend. If he fought Jake Paul, because they were supposed oh. to fight earlier. Uh -huh. He would have killed him. Oh man, it would have been a completely different fight. Like I think it, it, that would have like lowered the stock. It would have obliterated him. Oh yeah. I so, mean, in this way, it's kind of smart though. He made all his money. He then he finally like was like, all right, I'll do the real test. He lost, lost a lot of stock. Yeah. But like, look at all the money he's already. Oh, you know dude, what I mean? he's, he's already. I don't he, think he's really gonna try to be a pro. He's like, on the best path by yeah. far. Yeah. Obviously, like career wise, he's, he's he did the right thing. I, I think this is this kind of goes. So when the Hassan Rahman Jr. thing happened, right? Everybody was saying that oh if. Hassan, yo, if you really wanted to fight him, you would have lost the weight, right? And then Hassan was still cutting the weight at the fight time. I think he was only like two pounds over, two or three pounds over, right? Which is really, really fucking close. But then Jake Paul wrote all these weird stipulations to make sure that fight didn't happen. Mm. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people don't give credit to. Like Jake Paul did not want to fight Hassan Rahman Jr. Yeah. at all. He just wanted Should to I wouldn't have either. <laughs> if I was him, I'd be like, he, yeah, we ain't doing this Because Hassan's fight. an actual heavyweight. Mm. He's fought at light heavyweight, but only for a few. But he's he's a big Mm. And also, too, he's actually not bad. He's actually pretty. He's very nice. He's nice. nice his jab him. is decent, yeah. too. So if you thought fucking Tommy was going to jab his face in, Hassan would have obliterated him. Mm. And you could see it. He's more the, seasoned vet. I think. Way more seasoned, too. He's still like a beginner. Like, he's still like a, quote, unquote, a low-level pro. Mm -hmm. But he's still like, wait, he's bigger than Jake Paul. He's got way more experience. Like, I think he would have been an ugly knife for him. And he's way more powerful than two. Hassan mm. Rockman hits hard. Damn. If you see the the small little sparring match that um that Jake Paul had, which was only like a year ago, right? It was like night and day, like yeah. how much better Hassan was. And Hassan was only allowed to use his jab, and he was beating the living shit out of Jake. Just tagging him, just tagging him, and having him running around. Yeah. So like, yeah. it just would have been a really <clears throat> bad look. So smart on Jake to not want to fight him. But if Hassan by chance, just I don't know how he did it. If he got that, if he got his weight in, Hassan would have killed him. Like yeah. it would have been bad. I think he would have been knocked out. So very good on him. And Hassan wants to fight. You I'm sure. I mean? Yeah. He wants that payday. Fuck yeah. But he going to probably not? fight KSI next time, Jake Paul. Think so? Probably. That's probably the next fight to make unless they do a rematch. With, with Tommy, Tommy Fury. Fury. Yeah. Dude, I don't Logan, know if they're going to want to watch that. Logan Paul wants to fight. Uh, yeah. that that I saw that clip of him like grabbing the microphone. I didn't even know it was in between like rounds. 
where he goes, Tommy, he goes, Tommy Fury, you're a bitch. Your whole family is a bunch of bitches. That, that shit was I'll so fight you. What the I was fuck? like, what, dude? In it between was, rounds? Yeah. How'd they, they get a mic? They gave, grabbed a mic? I guess it was uh, like someone who was interviewing him. Uh, and then he grabbed it and started yelling. It was so corny. Yeah. It was yeah. very fucking corny. Even the guy was like, oh, dude. You have your prime stuff. You have millions of dollars. Yeah, just, well, just you're chilling, that, dude. Be WWE because he's so good at that. Logan Paul's very good at the WWE. Yeah, you know what the weird thing is like with him? Like, you don't watch WWE, bro. This guy don't watch wrestling. <laughs> you know why? Because never, I'm a real man. This guy's dude. never even seen a Royal Rumble before. Hey, dude. <laughs> oh, you don't dude. think I know about my fucking Rikishis? All right? Dude, oh, Rikishis. Oh, yeah, dude. What yeah. era was he in? Uh-huh. The, what era the was he in? best era, you idiot. Which was? Sounds oh, like he doesn't know. Hey, <laughs> sounds like he doesn't know. Give me four wrestlers that are wrestling right now aside from fucking Logan Paul, you dude. pussy fake fuck. Okay, you want to hear some shit? Yeah. I'm going to fucking embarrass you so bad, dude. No, if you say this yourself, you're going to embarrass yourself. So go ahead. This no, no, look. check I'm it out. I'm setting you up. Go no, ahead. No, I'm going to set you up for all the WWE heads in there. Go, the comments, get it. Okay? Get it. Fucking Logan Paul. Bad, I said not Logan Paul. All right, Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny? Bad Bunny. He did He did. He did WWE. Is he on he the roster Yeah, right you wouldn't fucking know. I don't know if he's on the <laughs> roster, but he did a match. Okay, first of all, any man that listens to Bad Bunny is a pussy. Go ahead. <laughs> that's, that's fucking girl music, dude. Hey, his... I was shaking my thing at his concert. So. I bet you were pussy. Go ahead. I liked it. You went to his concert? Yeah. yeah. I Tiff made me go. Oh, okay. I oh, yeah. bought it for Tiff's birthday. Go, he, he, he bought, bought the tickets, dude. I, I bought, bought it for himself. Yeah, this yeah. one has a Playboy Bunny tattoo on the tip of his dick. Let's go. Up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I showed you that in confidence. Show me your dick right, okay. right now, you cocksucker. Put your dick go ahead. Put your All right, dick ready? Sorry, go ahead. Donald Trump. Okay, there we go. Trump dog. Yeah. He's on the WWE. Roman Reigns. Amazing. You know that's a wrestler. Even I know Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Okay, dude. And who fucking the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. Okay, Shawn Michaels. What era is that, dog? <laughs> that's, that's even, that's even, <laughs> you think I'm cute. You, you know I'm sexy. That's the best song ever. But anyways, yeah. yeah so Switch in music. Moded. In you front of your platform of 20, of like a million you're subscribers. You're guy and all these guys are fat. You just, <laughs> you just got loaded, dude. As they often are sometimes. Come sign up with Nick. Just learn how to get fatter. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you talking about profession? We talk about WWE, bro. bro I, I'm talking about your friend. Both those things are fake as fuck. <laughs> Damn, brother. Yeah, dude. David's so quick. Dude, a Royal Rumble, though, back in the day was the shit, though, my guy. Yeah, because they, they would get a shot at the WWE Championship, bro. Yeah. Come on. Rikishi was the shit. Goldust. You remember Goldust? Dude, everybody. He was a rapist. Was he? Real? Well, I mean, like. <laughs> <laughs> Not in real life. Well, like, I mean, like his character—he would like fucking like touch dudes' dicks and shit. Oh and, yeah, like, yeah, he yeah, was like yeah. that was like his persona. Was oh like, my so, god, I didn't mean. Even, <laughs> I was like, I just, I was like, for real? no, it was like somebody was like, let's have a character who's like a rapist. Yeah, yeah. and these are special made fondling dudes' dicks. I want to yeah. hear the pitch of that shit. Is that like, hey, this is what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna touch a ball and gold. I'm gonna fucking sexually harass everybody. Yeah, my name Gold Dust. This <laughs> <laughs> man was like. That's genius. That's cool. <laughs> We're gonna there go was, with it, dude. There was one dude's special move. It was this big black dude. He would wear like this kind of like silky clothes. They were like pajamas, and he would his special move was he would lay you down on your stomach, and he would just dry hump the <laughs> shit out of your ass. Like he would literally just do like the worm, but he would just sure be fucking your ass, dude. WWF, dude, in the middle of the ring, sounds would, like the Spice Channel. My would boy. literally just dry hump the shit out of somebody, and then afterwards they had to be like, oh, because like the special move always was like the one that got yeah, the yeah, three yeah. count. So he would like dry hump him like five times and then Maybe they would KO. go, Yeah, we're done though. And Dude, when Rikishi done. would do his move or he would yeah. take his fat ass and shove it in. That was, pro- I would, I would quit immediately. Oh yeah, it's over. It. I'm That's like, right. you know what? But you got to sell it though. 
Well, you Rikishi sell did an interview, like a podcast, and he was talking about it where he said that everybody hated it. Oh, I I'm bet. sure. Every, all the people who had to get that shit done fucking hated it. <laughs> and since there were certain wrestlers that were really about it because they were into their craft, they had their head up and they just stuck their nose straight into that ass. Oh, and it was like Kurt Angle was one of those guys. Like Kurt he was a performer all the way. And then there was, I specifically remember this one time where um, The Rock took Vince McMahon yeah. and shoved his face in that shit. And he said that Vince McMahon, before they performed that day, he goes, Rikishi, I hope you wash your ass today. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Dude, his dude. fucking booty looked like the surface of the moon. Yeah. It was cottage cheese. That, that shit was crazy. It was dog. cottage cheese. He wasn't worried about cellulite, dog. No, not at all. Not at the all. more the better, probably. You want to sell more tickets and shit, dude. That's Rikishi, some Kalua pork boy. booty right there, dude. That's some katsu booty, Damn, dude. Bro. Hawaiian Mac katsu. salad ass. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Poke booty. Damn, dude. Yeah, that was a shit though. Rikishi, X Pac, the this the degeneration suck it suck thing. It. Yeah, dude. Kids were getting in fights over that. Oh, dude, if you did that, that was basically telling you that you fucked their mom. Yeah, that was a fist fight. That was yeah. like on site. Like someone did this, it was just like backpack. <laughs> <laughs> in the second grade, I got like, sent home, dude. Why, so you grade, did the yeah, second degeneration suck it, suck it, suck it. Dude. I saw someone do it and people started laughing. I didn't know what it meant, but I just started doing it. Yeah. And people started and I kept saying, suck my dick, and then I got sent home. Dude, I remember this dude in uh in junior high, his name was uh, let's call him JP. So JP, Filipino dude. He uh, no, like ten <laughs> Filipino JPs. You know, at the time this was hot, right? It was just the biggest insult ever was to call somebody retarded, mm. right? I'm trying to take it out of my. I didn't know how offensive it was to people. <coughs> uh, it's half half, but I'd rather just you know I'll probably just take it out by a fucking. I'll take it out of the fucking vernacular. But that was like the thing in elementary school. You would call people retarded. Mm -hmm. It was like a big insult. A good yeah. burn. So this dude, JP, he was like famously known in junior high for making fun of people. But he wouldn't call them the R word. He would just look at you and go. <laughs> which was a thing. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's very popular at that time. We were, we, this is like the worst thing that could ever happen to you. So there was a kid who was in class. I, I don't understand why he was in our class because he was uh, mentally disabled but he was in our class at the time um and then it was during it was a uh, geometry not geometry it was geometry it was in junior high we were in geometry in eighth grade and he insulted somebody in the class by doing the classic jp thing which was which made us laugh but yeah. didn't make mr fuentes laugh mm. so he looks at the kid and he goes you freaking retard <gasps> like that and then mr yeah. fuentes catches him and he makes him go up to the front of the class and he goes, you need to apologize to everybody right now because that is unacceptable. And then there was uh, a kid who was mentally disabled. Yeah. Uh -huh. And he made him apologize to him in front of the class. And then JP was crying in front of the class. Oh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to be. What's the word? <laughs> and he was bawling. Wow. And then it didn't matter because guess what happened during a uh, fucking break? Motherfucker went straight back to it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this little cry apologizing <laughs> right after classic went right back to it again. <laughs> Damn, bro. No, no shame. G no shame in his game for GP. Dude, you know, like kids in, in elementary school, one of my buddies was telling me that, you know how when we were kids, we used to make like gay jokes? They mm. still do that now. Yeah. I thought, I thought it'll it never get old. I guess it doesn't get old. It'll never get old. Dude. So um, get old, all these jokes are evergreen. I feel like it, the more they try to suppress it too, the more that's the fun. It makes it funnier. It's more charged. You know what I mean? My my, uh, my buddy's nephew was in school, and you know, um, growing up, they would just pat him in the butt if he does good things. So he's like in third grade, and one of his friends did. Uh, they were playing basketball or some whatever sport, and he made a shot or whatever. He comes up and he pats his friend in the butt, and he said his friend turned around and looked at him. And he goes, "Hey, that's gay." <laughs> 
<laughs> like he didn't know. Yeah. So he looks back. He goes, "It's not gay." He goes, "No, that's gay. You can't, you can't touch my butt. That's gay." He goes, "That's not gay." He goes, "My, my, my, my uncle does that to me all the time." He goes, "Your uncle's gay." <laughs> but he legit it's was burn, like dude. shook. Yeah, but burn. I guess they still roast you for doing stuff like that in that's elementary funny school. As shit. Yeah, it'll never change. It'll never change, man. We got to keep it around forever. Keep it, you got to keep it. And I think it, it's just going to be it's just the way humans are. Dude. Yeah, it's just a human thing. It's funny. It's harmless. I don't, I, I'd be so funny. Oh, dude, I, if my kid's gay, <laughs> I just, I, I'm going to lay one rule in the house. It's like, listen, I accept that you're gay. That's perfectly fine. But you gotta let me make fun of you though. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Jokes too, jokes. Yeah. You, gotta, you gotta, gotta build a thick skin. I think yeah. any type of situation, whatever you are, whatever's going on, we're cracking jokes hard. Yeah, jokes like we're what. family, dude. It I doesn't that. matter, dude. Every fucking barbecue, I'm like, look, Peter wants a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Bet you're not gonna chew it either, you deep throat motherfucker. <laughs> 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 you have to. He has to, to let me. That means I love you. It's a must. If I it's didn't do that, that means I don't love you, kid. Yeah, it's a must. You know, must. that's your that's your love language. You like to fucking roast people yeah. all the fucking time, dude. Before we it's were filming, must. you were talking about how people like would get like some people they don't know that and they don't they don't communicate like that. Mm. They get their feelings hurt, dude. So we I went to um, APL Adam Perry Lane barbecue spot. So crazy. And mm. then my buddy, are we gonna go? By the way, oh, okay. When I come back from Mexico. Uh, I'm going to Mexico this weekend. You are? Yeah, for a wedding. Damn, dude. Where in Mexico? You know shit's cracking off. Dude, that's what... The okay. cartel hey, shit? They, they literally was just an advisory like for specific states. If you're for Korean, not don't to go, go to Mexico. To. What Bro, state are you going to? Let me tell you. I don't know. It's like... It's a resort. Where? In... Uh, it's a long-ass name. I've never heard of it, though. Okay. But... So Zacatecas? This, something like, oh, shit. Dude. Zacatecas. <laughs> don't go there. It's, it was, it's called tequila. That's one of them. You're not supposed to go to. Yeah. But... So... Number one. Listen. This is not my friend. This is the lady's friend, right? Okay, okay. Person, sure she's not gonna listen to this podcast, but I fucking hate your guts <laughs> because this motherfucker sets up this wedding, doesn't tell us how to book the fucking hotel, the the resort, right? Yeah. Me don't no habla espanol. Espanolis? Yeah. <laughs> no habla espanol, right? <laughs> trying to get, trying to book this stuff. Yeah, they yeah. no habla inglés. Yeah. So no habla espanol. No habla inglés. No comunicación. Sounds like you got it though. Yeah, yeah you're making it happen. So oh, shit. You're, you're on the phone. It's got a... The name of the hotel. So, really long, you know, yeah. call her up. Trying to book this shit for a week. And my lady calls her up. It's like, hey, we can't book this because nobody speaks English over there. And for some reason at, at the resort, it's hard to get a hold of anybody. Mm. I was like, how did you do this? They're like, oh, well, my husband, he's Mexican and his family just did all, all for us. Hey, bitch. How about you do it for your fucking guests too? Yeah. Like a decent host. Yeah. So everybody's struggling to get a booking and then we couldn't get it. So she just, oh, I'll tell them to do it. Yeah, no shit, dummy. So, and on top of that too, right? <laughs> because this is like some obscure place in fresh, Mexico. Bro. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Okay, okay. The only flights, it's, so we're, we're flying in on Friday, right? Uh -huh. Guess when the next available flight is? Tuesday. Oh, no. man. Dude, you're going to some fucked up ass spot. So now I'm like, I don't want to go to this because number one, me scared of Mexico. Yeah, yeah bro. Somebody, should be. So on the news, if you guys don't know, somebody just got chopped the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A couple of Americans got kidnapped. A couple of them got killed. Wait, well, bad sign number one, though, is that usually at resorts, people can speak. The American tourists, that's their money. That's exactly, how they money. yeah. So the fact that no one knows how to speak English at Scares that resort me. is you're going to go to a hut. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to like a straw, three little pigs. Little ass Pueblo, fucking, dude. Yeah, made out of straw yeah. ass hut. Okay, don't say this. Yeah, yeah. 
You don't and even know what fucking city it's Dudes in, got kidnapped. Like, honestly, some dudes got kidnapped and killed. And then I just saw today, they were like, yo, don't go to these, these states specific. There was like five states specifically. But I mean, Mexico is kind of fucking popping wild. Up. Well, that's what I'm saying, man. And I don't know what it is about my lady, but she out here living in a fucking in La La Land. Yeah. And I've been to Mexico a couple of times. And I've been to some seedy ass areas. Mm. Let me tell you something. A little racist towards people that look like us. We stick yeah. out, bro. Like yeah. a motherfucker. We stick out. Like blatant racism, yeah. which They're I'm all, okay because it's not my country. Just Chinos, they call you Chinos, which is Chinese. You're yeah. all Chinese. You're That's all what Chinos. they call you. Dude, we just, I, <laughs> Good I, thing I, I'm Chinese. Bro, I remember walking in Tijuana, right? And obviously I'm going there for missionary work. <laughs> Motherfuckers would just come up to me. Hey! <laughs> like, unwarranted. Yeah. For no reason. Dude. I'm just walking by. Hello! We were in Playa del Carmen, right? Uh-huh. We're walking around. Very touristy area. You might see some Gross. chinos over there. But these two guys were walking. They're locals. I don't know why they did this, but they just pointed at me and they go, Chino! Ah! Yeah. They hold their bellies and start laughing. And I go, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> and that happened the whole time I was there. We went to a resort so in funny. Cancun. And it was like a, it was like one of those like day excursion things, right? One of the guys was a lifeguard. Me and Tiff are standing there getting ready to hop on the zip line or whatever. He looks at Tiff in Spanish and goes, where are you from? And she goes, oh, I'm from L.A. He's like, oh, very cool. He, and then he looks at her and he goes, what about you? Are you from North Korea or China? <laughs> Those are the only two options I got. And I yeah. go, I'm from China. And he goes, cool. You know what was actually very <laughs> progressive of that guy to know Korea, though? Yeah. But that's usually Korea. it's just, just, just everyone's yeah. China. It's like Chinos. That's just Chinos. Yeah. But and was. what's funny is like people think that like only like white people can be racist. But like, dude. Everyone's racist. Everyone can be racist. Uh, I remember I was watching a soccer game. Mexico lost to Japan. So Japan is Japon in Spanish. Japones is how you yeah. say ja- Japanese people. My uncle was pissed. He's like, Pinches Chinos. It says... Japan on the screen. Like, dude, they're Japanese. He's like, I know all those Finchis Chinos. Like, it just, that's yeah. just what it that's is. That's just man. what it is. Dude. Like, I don't know what word you're saying. I'm He's like, like what? <laughs> so the fact that oh. that guy knew about Korea is yeah. actually, that guy's ahead of the curve. Yeah, thing, no, for I, real. I bet you he said that and he wasn't even making a joke. Yeah, yeah. he was like, yeah, Korea, Korea. North Korea or China? <laughs> North Korean or from China. <laughs> And he's like, he's going to be impressed. Yeah, but yeah. I know they don't get very many North Korean tourists. You know what I mean? So yeah. the fact that he pulled that out of his hat, I was like, I feel like you're making fun of me. <laughs> I feel like you're making fun of me. He's like, hey, how come you don't open your eyes? Hey, <laughs> ah, look at these. Ah. <laughs> you know what the funny thing is? Like when Mexican people do that, I'm like, your eyes are just like mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's uh, there's honestly a lot of Asian looking. Yeah. Latino, like you fucking Mexican Aztec dude. motherfucker. Like mad Asian looking. Yeah. Like how, mad Asian looking. How many Mexican people do you know? Their nickname is Chinito. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Yeah. You know, you a look a little Asian. Hey, you're hey, Chinese. When I was Your nickname is Chinese <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> little Chinese guy, <laughs> dude. <laughs> hey, Chinito. <laughs> Isn't that wild? Bro? That shit only works in Spanish, bro. Yeah, it it's does. the best. These fools will be like Damn. pulling back their eyes. I'm like, hey, dog. It already looks like that. Yeah. <laughs> you, you ain't got to do it. You actually kind of look like me, bro. No, legit. A lot of Latinos look Asian as fuck. Yeah. Like mad Asian. Adjacent, dude. They are. Dude, that's what, dude, my mom loves Mexican food. You know why? Because it's like almost like the same type of ingredients. Yeah. It's yeah. very fucking similar. <laughs> that's funny. She yeah. loves fucking uh, uh, menudo. Uh, because oh, it yeah. has all like the tripe and shit mm, like that. Mm, mm. My mom fucking loves that shit. Wow. And then now you have like all the Mexican people going to Korean barbecue and making and bringing tortilla presses. Yeah. Oh, the making tacos and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smart as shit, dog. It's right yeah. there. And they make our food better than we do. Damn. Yeah, have you seen that shit in Din Tai Fung? 
Uh-uh. Didn't I find the Taiwanese spot? It's all Mexican dudes rolling out the fucking dumpling dough. Oh, yeah. They're like, he's a fucking They're doing 18 folds and shit. Yeah, kitchen. It's always Latino dudes in the kitchen, dude. I don't know how they learned that shit so fucking fast, too. I don't know. So, like, this shit's easy, bro. Yeah. Like, we're willing to work. Yeah. Unlike you Americans. And that's why they get all the jobs. And they take pride in working, too. Yeah. Like, like that. that's the thing is, like, working in restaurants. Like, if you want to get, like, one of those dudes respect, it's just work hard. And For then they, that's that's all. That's what they respect. That's they take pride in the fact that they work hard. That's it. They're, like, j- just about hard work. I'm hey, like, dude, he's like, I work 47 so hours a day, dog. What about what you? What about you? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. What about you, bitch? And exactly. And, and, but if you bust your ass, they're like, hey, you're cool. That's funny. Anytime I worked at a restaurant job, the bus boys, especially if you work the morning shift, they're like, they wrap up and they go to their night job. Always. Like all the all the dudes that worked in the back in the kitchen, they always had another job they're working through that the day. Two jobs a day. I know minimum. a guy that works seven doubles. He never literally doesn't have a day off or a night off. He the works fuck? seven days straight doubles. Yeah. <laughs> like what the what does his what do you do? Do you look like? Dude? Yeah, he just he strong. just works. Just strong, yeah, strong shit, through dude. it strong. constantly. He's like an he's not even a human, he's just like an element of the world hey, <laughs> that just works. Like he's like a fucking like just dude. The it's like a gaseous. Our cleaning lady, she's from Honduras. She's four foot ten. Amazing, strong as shit. I seen her lift a refrigerator by herself. (laughs) Clean hundred percent it down. (laughs) She's fucking amazing. And I'll tell you this: not to shit on my own people, right? Mexican people a lot more honest than Asian people, especially when it comes to like cleaning shit. So like this lady, I fucking love her. Her name is Ritzy, right? She's Honduran. Fucking love her to death. Does her job, does it really fucking well. She doesn't ever try to jip us. We get uh we had like Asian cleaning people before fucking come in, pay them the next week. It actually it's a $140. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, no, been paying $120 for the past, like, I don't know, six, seven months. No, you steal $20 from me, $140. I'm like, okay, here's $140. Yeah. Right? Next week, give them $140. You you're short $30, $170. Fuck you guys. Yeah. And this is why you live in a communist country and I hate you. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Every fucking Asian cleaner did that shit to us. Damn. The Mexican ladies, fucking sweet as shit, occasionally bring us food for some goddamn Give reason. Give you a That's deal. Nice. That's nice. You know what Brought I mean? Bring you food. Yeah, yeah. Bring us food for Hell some yeah. fucking yeah. reason. Yeah. Yeah. And we were thinking of you. <laughs> That's nice. I don't get it. Yeah. You know, but yeah, yeah. I fucking love it. Fuck yeah. And I never get that from the Asian cleaners. Some pan dulce. They just bring some pan Dude, dulce. Little pozole. Tiff's brown family. Is way cooler than my yellow family, dude. They're just by far way. Well, you got to go straight colors, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that should sound racist. Yeah, we what they are though. Like they're just so much sweeter. They're just so much more like, like they're, they're just like I feel like they care about me. You know, they could just be nice people because there's obviously shitbags. Oh, know? of I mean, course, of course. But even that, like, nice just like the way you walk in the door, mm-hmm. they're just already offering. Like it's just so part of the culture. But in my family, it's the complete opposite. Maybe I have a bad family. I feel like I, I like. <laughs> Maybe it's a, a bad family. Your mom's always been cool though. Every yeah, time I went cool. to your house, she's cool. She'd be talking stuff. shit all your the time. Your dad was always cool too. To me, I mean, they were always chill with me. Yeah, because you know you're a good guy. They we, they like you. We would like talk shit. They crack jokes. Yeah, that's that's how they get along. Sisters in the corner being a lesbian. I know what you sick. mean though. <laughs> hey, fucking Latino warmth is different though. It, that's what I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's nothing like Asian warmth. There fucking, is no Asian warmth. Is there I, no Asian? I warmth? remember just like going to like the Mexican homies' house and they'd be giving kisses on the cheek and shit. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is this? Your mom trying to fuck me? What's up? Yeah, you know what I mean, I just wasn't used to this stuff. And they're just so warm the way they greet you. Yeah, it's just a little different. They also incorporate you really easy. Yes, like anybody, like a, like a friend will come. Like I've had friends over for like holiday parties, like like if their family was out of town or whatever, and just instantly like you're just one of the fan. Like you just yeah, come in here. I want to just start, like my grandmother's 100%. shooting the shit with you, like. 
yeah, there there is that family incorporate everybody. As like element. time goes by, I suddenly have a thick mustache. <laughs> I have a sombrero. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, yeah. gr- growing up, I was afraid to bring friends home to the house because I'd feel like if they didn't do the right sequence of things of saying hello to my mother in mm. a certain way or take their shoes or whatever the fuck, she was going to yell at them and just like, <laughs> And yell at me at once they're gone. Like, don't you ever bring this fucking guy to my house? Because that would always happen. <laughs> oh wow! So we just never had people over ever. Oh damn! Growing up. Oh, I never you got guys that like vibe. That. Not at but all. No, I understand what you mean though. Like, you know there, I mean? it was just a very strict, unwelcoming uh, household. Yeah, like it just was a sense of like, why even bother? I'll yeah. just go to my friend's house. Like the like, only difference is, is like, I, I know this about like the Mexican homegirls. You don't, you don't bring a boy over though. That's, yeah, that that sentence. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. That wasn't yeah. allowed. But if it was a dude, it was fucking different. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Like on some sexy shit. I don't know what the fuck that was. Yeah, yeah. For sure, 100%. honestly, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Dudes, dudes are definitely treated over. a lot different than yeah. girls. Yeah. If sure. you if you were a girl and you brought a guy over, you're a whore. Yeah. You were a straight up whore. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Slut. All the aunts were talking shit. A hundred percent. All of them. But that's why they, all the fucking Mexican girls would always do shit on the side because they just fucking bound yeah. them up like this, so they Can't were just sucking dick everywhere else. Can't do that. They wouldn't have done it if they let a couple of boys and then they got to know the boys. Just let yeah, them yeah, in exactly. a little bit. Dude. A little bit. Or else yeah, what are you, a suck? slut? All the dicks. <laughs> All the dicks. Yeah, my friend told me too, like when she um, she was younger, she brought a boy over and she didn't know. You know, she was like, oh, this is like my guy friend from elementary school and mm. her fucking, fucking mom, her aunts called her like fucking a slut and all sorts of shit. I think it was just like hyper-religious shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like that's what sluts do. That's what like whores that's do. That's wild. Yeah, very Catholic. Very, very Catholic. very Catholic. So, guess what? That bitch, they were right because she was a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> Self fulfilling prophecy. Self fulfilling prophecy. I mean, they fucking had her like tight like this. Yeah. So whenever she wanted to do something, she always had to lie to her parents twenty four seven. She had to go out here and just fucking suck that dong. She never sucked Suck. mine. What the fuck? But I get it. I get it. You're it's close cool. though. Probably close. You're probably close. I ain't gonna lie though. I know this. I shouldn't be saying this, but I was a little upset huh? because I remember she hooked up with this one dude that was substantially uglier than me. Okay. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? That's upsetting. Like I'm right here. Yeah. I'm, I'm right in front of you. I've been holding your fucking fucking uh, lunch bag all day. And you ain't gonna fucking suck my dick, but you'll suck this guy's dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck is this guy's hideous? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it was just right place at the right time, mm. and I just wasn't there, dude. Damn. Sick that day or something, huh? Damn. Missed the bus. I fucking miss her, dude. Damn. <laughs> Just kidding. She's hey, hideous uh, <laughs> I still uh, keep tabs on her. Well, guys, that wraps up. I look her up excessively. Every day. And, Classmates.com. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you guys can catch Nick at Nick the Ear. N-T-E Strong. He trains out of... Uh, what's it called? Lionheart Jiu-Jitsu Academy. If you guys are looking for personal training, the my man's pull training up, people dog. out there. Pull pull up. Up. If you are it's really, really fit right now, hit up Nick. He will make sure that you are fat as fuck by the end of the year. Hell you trying yeah, to gain boy. some weight, some LBs? Hit your boy up. Uh, you try to get a heart attack, some fucking coronary heart disease? <laughs> <laughs> I can get you set up right. <laughs> hit up Pat at patrick.t.riley. Uh, start harassing him. Tell him to start post more content on his shit because he never does. Oh, God, and he's shown the good. And it's fucking dumb because everybody does it but Pat. So he's True. a fucking idiot. <laughs> so uh, start harassing him a little more. Tell him to stop working out and start putting up more fucking posts. How about yeah. that? True, huh? true, true, true. Uh, and then you catch Fair. Genius Brain every Sunday at 12 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even post that much. We'll <laughs> see you guys <laughs> next time. Right, Peace. Okay, bye.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Genius Brain listeners, this podcast is brought to you by Hero Bread. Listen, I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over, and I'm telling you right now, they have some of the best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life, and I'm not just saying that. I'm talking about taste and texture-wise. You, you just can't beat it. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and is high in fiber. And guess what? Now it's made with heart-healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. I'm telling you right now, I made a BLT with this, and it was freaking delicious. If I if I eat bread, this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying it. it's so freaking good. You could do whatever you want with this type of stuff. I mean, they even have burger breads, right? So if you want to make a, a fire-ass burger, they got like tortillas too for their if – you, if you eat breakfast burritos as much as I do. Dude, money. It's so freaking good. Good. It's hard to say which one my favorite stuff is just because like if I'm going to make a wrap or I'm going to do any type of sandwich of any sort, I'm going to use Hero Bread because I get to eat without all the guilt and it's literally my favorite. So genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order for their new recipe. Go to Hero dot co and use code genius 10 at checkout that's g-e-n-i-u-s one zero at hero dot co swimsuit check sunscreen check phone charger check don't forget to pack the five hour energy it fits great in a pocket or carry-on and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything now get 20 percent off when you use code 5he travel at fivehourenergy.com expires april 30th one time use only not valid with other discounts remember visit fivehourenergy.com and use code 5he travel to save 20 percent